Jeremiah has a really big heart for worship, and we, uh, I just love worshiping with him. He's one of my favorite worship leaders. He really has the gift to lead people in worship. So our prayer for you is this, that you would be able to rest in the presence of God here tonight. It's okay. There's kids in here. If kids get too crazy and you're feeling uncomfortable, you can go back there. The speakers are on back there. Um, but we just want you to, to enjoy the music tonight. Um, Jeremiah is a really gifted artist. Um, he'll be in the back. After this, there, there is a lot of cookies to be eaten. So we want everybody to just hang around and uh, spend time together and talk and talk to Jeremiah and learn his story. Um, but he has a table in the back as well. So buy his CDs. I could say that because I'm not him, but buy his CDs. Um, there's also a box next to his, uh, his table that has um, that you could just put money in um, to, to provide for him along his way and to provide for um, hungry children, his own. Uh, so, um, so anyway, uh, give it up for Jeremiah Jones again. Thanks for being here.
This is the mystery. This is the heart of God. Oh, we come to water, never thirst again. No, and I can't help myself. This love is overwhelming, and so I will lose myself in lifting up your wonderful name. You satisfy, you satisfy, you satisfy my Sustains, it won't run dry. You satisfy my satisfied. Oh, you satisfy, you satisfy, you satisfy my soul. Your love sustains. Thank you. Good evening. How are, all, how are you doing tonight? Doing well? Yeah. I mean, how could you not be? The weather is perfect. Maybe on the ta ta little tad on the uh, little, little bit on the hot side, right, for, for fall. Feels like Florida up here. I don't know what happened. I maybe brought the weather with me tonight. I don't know. But I have been on the road for about almost three weeks. It'll be three weeks on Saturday, and I have uh, come up through the south and uh, some in the Midwest and driving to Omaha, Nebraska tonight. So I am excited to be here and uh, just sing some songs for you, and maybe we'll sing some together as well. But thank you for coming. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I grew up in the South, and I grew up in what you'd call a Christian home. And that seems to be a loaded term these days, when people say they've grown up in a Christian home. What they're really trying to say is, well, I just don't have a testimony. I just didn't get any tattoos when I was younger, and I didn't act crazy, and you know, my parents took me to church, right? But not only was it a Christian home, but I had 10 brothers and sisters, and that's something else not to be overlooked. 10 brothers and sisters, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. My poor mama, right? We grew up in a three-bedroom house. Now, we did have the beach, we had a park, and we had all kinds of great things that we could do as kids, but uh, it was a little bit tight, so to speak. Uh, bath time and shower time and 
that was not uh, so fun, but nonetheless, grew up in a home where by all appearances we had it together. And when I was young, see, I thought this sky was the limit on life. And I would hear in church all about heaven and that I need to be saved to go there and that we were going to spend eternity in heaven worshiping Jesus. And all I could think as a 10-year-old was, no, worship forever? Is that really what we're going to do to 1980s Maranatha music? Shine, Jesus, shine. And Lord, I lift your name on high for forever. We're going to do that all the time. We're not going to sleep. We're just going to sing all the time for eternity. That didn't sound very appealing to me. I like doing it on Sunday, but I didn't want to do it every day of the week. So I kept telling God, well, God, just hold off. Hold off. Don't come back yet. Right? I want to get my driver's license. Right? You know, not, not yet, God. Just hang on. I, I want to go to high school. Yeah, that was, that's better than heaven, high school. I wanted to meet a girl, you know, and go out on a date. I wanted to go to college. No, God, now just hold off, hold off. Don't come back yet, right? I wanted to grow up and get a real job because, you know, real job, that's better than heaven any day of the week, right? <laughs> but my fascination with heaven, or lack thereof, soon began to change because I didn't really understand it. And the problem was I didn't have a longing for the presence of God. I didn't have a longing that would draw me to Him. I wanted to do all these things and accomplish all these things before I had to go and be with God. And so I resisted that thought. But now that I'm older and now that I have children and now that life has thrown a few curveballs my way, that longing is there and I was at home recently and I was at my mom's house and I picked up this guitar and this longing had returned this longing for heaven because about 10 years ago my parents separated and then divorced a real nasty brutal divorce and all the fallout and all the drama that came with that was surfacing again like it does every time I go home for heaven that place where there's no more weeping and no more fighting and no more strife or envy or jealousy or hatred right so I picked up this guitar and I wrote this song and it's about what I think maybe the experience might be when I step across to the other side and I see Jesus face to face Love's gonna come and free me Your grace gonna fall like rain Your presence is descending It's pushing out my pain Your hands are holding my heart My heart is finding peace And peace is filling up this place It's such a sweet release Singing, oh Oh, 
leaving all my lovers coming back to you letting go and giving in so what i always knew that you had never left me you're faithful like a friend you lead me like a father what takes the orphan in i say oh, oh.
Yeah, what do we really know, you know, about that moment when we pass from this life to the next, when we walk into eternity? We don't know. What we have is these scriptures, these little pieces in the scripture that describe a place, and it really more describes not uh, the actual physical physicality of it, but more of what it will feel like and, and really what the parameters will be. And, and the parameters will be that, this, that sin is gone. And we can't see that world because we, we don't live in that world right now. We see a world marred by sins, our own and of those around us, and to varying degrees. But, you know, it's, it's something that I long for deep in my heart, even though I want to finish, finish my time here well. I want to finish strong in this life. And so, uh, I, I love writing songs that sort of explore what if, you know, what's it going to be like? on the other side and wrestling with that and asking questions about it. So, it's funny, my, my, my mom is, a, is an artist and a painter. She's a little quirky, as us artists can be sometimes. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys have drama in your house. Do you have drama in your house sometimes? No, you, you guys are all, you're perfect. You're from the Midwest. You, you don't have any drama, no. She, she painted this sign, and, and the last time I was home, it was up on the hearth, and I was like, what is that? And the sign is this, like, little rectangular sign that sits up on the hearth, and it, on one side of the sign says, no drama, right? And then you flip it over, and it says, drama on, right? It's like an indicator when you walk in the house, if something's going down, you just turn around and walk right back out. You're going to avoid the drama. But, I mean, that's just our reality, and, and I think you... You have this many people uh, that are struggling in life, in my family, with addictions and um, just all a, a myriad of things. Um, there's going to be drama. And even if you don't struggle with an addiction to something that is, is harmful to yourself, you're addicted to something. There's some idol in your life, you know, that's going to create drama in your life. And it may not be as dramatic as my, my family, but, you know, we can all relate to that and... I certainly can. And that's why I try to pray a lot. And one of the ways I pray is to write songs. And I'm going to sing another song for you. This is just a prayer. It's called Come Blessed Savior. Come blessed Savior Hear my plea For you are my shelter, you are my strength. Come, let healing waters wash over me. Come, blessed Savior, have your way. Tending to my cares 
sing with me a little bit? Yeah? Okay. Now is the challenge of finding a song we all know without, uh, you know, going too, too crazy. Do you know um, Before the Throne? I don't know if I'll be able to remember all the words, but we'll try it. Do you have words for that, maybe, Before the Throne? Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to. I just love this hymn. 
I didn't grow up on hymns. Uh, I grew up in more Pentecostal churches, and, and then we did go to a, a very Reformed um, Presbyterian church most of my high school years, where I began to hear a lot more hymns. And my grandfather was a Methodist preacher. He traveled around to country churches and, and preached in North Carolina. He grew up on a tobacco farm, and he was one of 13 children. And uh, so he had a rich history in hymns. But I didn't grow up with hymns. I mean, I grew up with like Amy Grant, you know, and uh, Stephen Curtis and Michael W. and all those people with, you know, letters in the middle of their name. I should just start doing that myself. It's J. Jeremiah Jones. It's going to make an appearance tonight. I love that. As if from nowhere, he just appears and starts playing music. Unfortunately, I forgot to bring my fog machine, so all you get is these lights. And <laughs> but I love this hymn, and I will try my best not to butcher it. Oh, there's the words. <gasps> yes. So if you want to uh, sing with me, I invite you to, okay? Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands, my name is written on his heart, I know that Tells me of the guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end of all my sin Because the sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied Christ my Savior and my 
Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, He washed it white as snow. Yes, sin had left a crimson stain, He washed it white as Yes, he washed it white as Hallelujah, you are 
shepherd king you lead us by still waters hallelujah you are savior you are my only hope your kindness is my friend in your presence you restore us jesus you are stronger more than any other hallelujah what a savior jesus you are higher my soul's deepest desire the way the truth and the life you are my joy and my salvation you stood in my place taking my shame upon your shoulders Jesus you are stronger more than any other hallelujah oh what a savior jesus you are higher my soul's deepest desire hallelujah you are savior hallelujah what a savior Yes, you know, it's interesting that uh, songs like that, uh, I wrote that song in about three settings, and I, I wrote it um, just in my guest bedroom of my tiny little duplex in South Carolina, and at the time I wrote it, it was such a worship moment for me because I was able to really pour my heart out in such a succinct way to describe the, the, the beauty and the majesty of God through His Son and the things that He represents the names that the scripture gives Jesus uh, to describe to us uh, our positioning, right? Atoning sacrifice, the one who keeps our life, his sovereignty. You know, he's the beginning and the end, the alpha and the, the omega. And all these names that belong to God are names that really are sort of a covering for us. And when we claim the name of God and we claim his promises, that he is not slow in keeping his promises to us. There's something very steadfast in us singing together uh, the truth of the scripture, it coming alive in music. And it's one of the few things that we get to do together in unison that is scriptural in nature and at its root and in its deepest form. So it's a profound way that church can worship God is through song. It's not the only way. 
It's not the most exclusive way, but it's a special way. Because I had a friend of mine tell me once that the heart can go places that the mind cannot. And music has this ability, and it's created by God to draw things out of us, deep, deep things out of us, out of our our spirits. And there's a great communion that takes place, I think, when we express worship to God and to Jesus in the Holy Spirit together in one voice. It's very powerful. And so I would just encourage you to not forsake that in your life. Um, And I think that's why the scriptures tell us to not forsake the meeting together. There's just something special that happens when we meet together. If we're willing to submit to one another, if we're willing to love God and love our neighbor as ourselves, right? But I I just, I I wrote that song and then it got picked up by a girl named Laura Story and um, it just went out to millions of people and it's still being played on the radio sometimes and churches sing it all over the country and it's, you know, I've been writing songs since I was 13 years old. I'm 37 now. I've been writing for a long time. And I write this one little song that I did for my church, and then it just, it went out. It spread wings, and, and it, isn't that the nature of the Word of God, to not return void, right? That God's words are His words, and He does with them what He wants to. I didn't promote that song. I didn't go to Nashville and pitch it to, to publishers. I, did, I just sent it into this nondescript email for a contest, and now the church gets to sing it. So, it's God's song anyway. It's, it's a really special thing when, when that happens. And it's so good to hear your voices singing tonight. It's going to carry me on to my next destination. You'll be, your singing will be ringing in my ears. And I do appreciate your hearts. Um, I wasn't trying to preach up here. Uh, maybe somebody else needs to come up and do that. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's stand up together, can we? Can we stand up together? This is always the awkward moment of the concert where I ask you to sing a song with me, but in a very special way. All right, so I gotta tell you a story about this song though first, okay? Can I do that? If the story gets really long, you can sit down. It's not gonna hurt my feelings. (laughs) But it's good to kind of stretch your legs a little bit. Very recently, back in May of this year, I went down to Palm Beach, Florida. Has anybody ever been to Palm Beach, Florida? Raise your hand. Anybody? Okay, a couple of you. But you've been to the island of Palm Beach, is that right? Have you been to the island? Like you've driven across the waterway on the bridge and you've seen all the amazing mansions and very expensive real estate that's there. If you've seen that, then you know what I'm talking about when I say it is immaculate. Palm Beach. It's where Donald Trump has a house, and it's where lots of very, 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 very wealthy people own homes. And I was invited down to Palm Beach to this little shindig called the Picnic and Praise. Now, I don't know where, you know, what your background is on picnics, but I have a pretty limited scope of picnic activity in my life, and it usually involved a blanket and some food, sitting out on a grassy knoll, right, at a park. That's my picnic experience. So I'm thinking picnic and praise, cool. 
We'll set up a little sound system in this very, very wealthy lady's backyard, and we're going to sing songs. Cool. I'm, I'm game. I'll go do it. Drive down to Palm Beach, pull in in my tour bus, my orange Honda Element with dented fenders and scratches on the side, and I pull up to the lady's house, and I'm greeted by 18 finely dressed, tuxedoed valet parkers for the picnic and praise. That's right. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, don't, I can't tip these guys. I don't have any money. That's why I came down here. I was hoping to make some money. Sing some songs. I pull in and I get my, my stuff out and I walk in to this unbelievable tent and stage arrangement with tables spread out on the grounds because you don't have a yard on Palm Beach Island. You have grounds and you have groundskeepers. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Those people love Jesus too, right? And I go in there, and they've got the finest food and wine and refreshments you've ever seen at the nicest wedding you've ever been to, and this is for the picnic and praise. And so this lady had invited me down to sing at the picnic and praise because she really is trying to minister to people on the island that are just as rich as she is, but they can't see past their money. And so she put on this event, and she invited a bunch of different bands, and I was one of those people to come down and play at the picnic and praise. And I was a little overwhelmed, to say the least. But then the first band came on, and they were a college worship band, and they were pretty good. And I was like, ah, I can take these guys. Me and my little guitar, I got, I got this at the picnic and praise. I'll bring some praise to this picnic. And I'm, I'm not talking about just like hot dogs and hamburgers, you guys. It's filet mignon and lobster. I'm dead serious. I'm not exaggerating. At the picnic and praise. And the first band goes on, and I'm thinking, I'm next. Cool. I can do this. And I get word, no, 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 you're going on later. You're going on later. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like the headliner. Like, I'm the dude that, you know, everybody's going to stay around to listen to. About an hour and a half later, after the first band set, this other band comes up. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a black gospel choir that when they sang, literally, angels appeared, the trees turned to gold, uh, I don't know, Moses made an appearance, it was, it was so incredible, this band, they had drums and a piano player and like 10 singers that when they sang, it was angelic, it was, it was powerful, it was moving, and I'm like, whew, I sure hope I don't have to follow these guys. And they get done with their set, and everybody in the place, it's like 300 people are just, just going nuts. And the music kind of subsides, and the cheering dies down, and then I hear Jeremiah Jones to the stage, Jeremiah Jones to the stage. And I was like, no! I gotta follow the black gospel choir? I mean, have you seen me lately? I look like Bo Duke with a guitar. I mean, this is not a good situation, except for the fact that I do have this one song, which we will now sing together which I did sing at the picnic in praise on Palm Beach Island. And it's a very simple peer pressure song. And it's, if you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. You'll sing hallelujah to the king. All right, you gonna try to sing it with me? No? Oh, man.
This is reminding me of the picnic and praise. Not a good sign. Okay, here's how it goes. Here, just humor me now. Find your inner soul gospel singer. I know some of you have one in there somewhere, like the Snickers commercial. That inner diva, you just need to let it out, okay? We're going to sing. And it goes like this. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah to the King. That's right. Let's sing that again. Here we go. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing. If you love the Lord, then you'll sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah to the King. All right, here's the chorus. Hallelujah, 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 sing hallelujah to the King. Oh, now if you're secure in His promises forever, you will sing, right? If you are secure in his promises forever if you are secure then you'll sing if you are secure in his promises forever sing hallelujah to the king hallelujah Great job. You can be seated now. <laughs> Sometimes I make people turn and, and sing that to the person next to them, like look them in the eye. I didn't, I didn't want to make you guys do that tonight. But it's always good to get a little awkward, right? So needless to say, I sang that song, and it was literally, 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 sorry, I'm stumbling over my words, received by lots of crickets. This is like, bring, bring the gospel choir back up. Bring the go. What, Bo Duke and the guitar? You don't, you're not buying that? No, it was, it was a beautiful night, and uh, we had a good time. And I held my own with that song. I held my own. And people really did worship. And, and the Black Gospel Choir was just incredible. They just blew me away. Okay, I have time for a few more songs. And so thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate you coming. 
and sharing some, some of your precious time with me.
There is grace for the broken ones. I've always been drawn to um, themes of brokenness. Uh, it just seems to be a reoccurring theme in my own life, just brokenness. And not looking the other way from brokenness. Sometimes in the church, or at least the way I was raised and grew up in church, we talk about brokenness, but we don't really deal with our own brokenness in a community setting because we're so scared to expose our secrets. And we're scared to expose the truth that lies behind our lives. And it's a, it's a great disservice, I think, the church um, does to its people. But it doesn't mean that, you know, we can't grow. And it doesn't mean that we can't learn to love and forgive and give people a safe place to heal and to confess, you know, without fear of judgment and without fear of oppression. But I, for one, um, I want to be that neighbor to the people in my neighborhood that I'm the first one they come to when life starts to break down. I want to be the one that can then say, hey man, I'm just like you. Yet I have one who sees my affliction and every suffering Jesus knows. And he's given me a peace that I can't describe to you because it's beyond my understanding and it's come and has drowned out my deepest woes and that is the truth that's just the truth if not for Jesus I'd be a stressed out individual I would be addicted to all kinds of things but he has set me free he has picked me up when I've fallen, and He has carried me through the darkest days of my life. And he's the one I want to introduce my neighbors to, and I feel like that is the heartbeat of this church. I know you've just merged two bodies, two groups, with different histories and different lineages spiritually, but you have blood of Jesus in common. The sacrifice of Jesus that has washed you white as snow. And what more powerful thing to give away. To just show in the way that you live and you love. Right? I feel like you're just on this precipice of just kingdom greatness. You know? Keep loving your neighbor. Keep pressing into God together. And he will bless it. Let me sing another song.
your arms outstretched on a cross your love is over us your life laid down what a cost your love is over us so let your name be lifted high lifted high let your glory fill the sky fill the sky It's a brand new song uh, I co-wrote with a friend of mine in Nashville. And, um, man, it's, uh, it's a fun one to sing. I want to sing another one for you. It's brand new, and I've really been testing this song. I've never played this song live, so you'll be the first people to hear it. So that's, that's kind of cool, and um, it's a couple of music publishers that are interested in it. And so if I, if I, I forget some lyrics, I do apologize. But this other song that my friend started to write, and he wrote some beautiful lyrics for the verses, and then, um, and then I helped him write a chorus. And uh, I, can't, I won't be able to remember the bridge, so I'm just not going to sing the bridge. But I'll just sing the verses in the, in the chorus, and maybe that'll be enough. Your blood for my heart. Your wounds 
the sentiment of that song and there's some people that would probably have some problem with some of those lyrics that you're still saving me you know but the truth is that we we're 
working out our what? Salvation with fear and trembling. And so I'm not saying in that song that uh, God has not saved me eternally and, and, and assured me of my salvation. I'm not saying that he hasn't done that. I, all I'm saying is that I fall down and I get back up and God continues to save me from the things that I pursue that are apart from him. And he, he pulls me back and he draws me back. So did you guys get that or was that, did it mess you up? Yeah? Okay. Well, that's good to know. First time I've ever played that live. So thank you for humoring me there. I appreciate that. Well, we've got time for maybe one or two, two more songs. And um, you've been such a great listening audience and, and you've participated so well. And the kids back there are going to sleep really good tonight. If we only had an ounce of their energy, right? They remind me of my two kids. I have two young children, Jackson and Lila, and they are seven and five, and they go to first grade and kindergarten, and I miss them, miss them dearly. I've been on the road for almost three weeks, and I've got uh, seven, six, six more weeks to go, five more weeks to go. So you can be praying for me as I travel, that I travel safely, and that um, my family would still love me when I get home, <laughs> that they would remember me. I don't know this man. He's a strange man, Mommy. Who is this man? <laughs> like, I'm going to look like Grizzly Adams if I don't shave my beard and cut my hair, you know, walk in the door, freak my kids out. But no, I, I, I would covet your prayers um, in this season of life because stepping out in faith, uh, not having a salary, and um, just pursuing the will of God in music um, has been the best thing I've done in a long time, and he has provided uh, just immeasurably in my life and I, I trust that he will continue to do so. And so just pray that uh, he would continue that for me. I would appreciate that because I can feel the prayers as I, as I travel down the road. But um, I'll tell you, what, I'll do two more songs and we'll call it a night. Is that okay? And then, um, and then when I'm done, I'll, I'll leave the stage and you can do like this standing ovation. I'll come back out and, and I'll do my famous song. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, this is my favorite song on my album it's the first track on the CD and I wept when I wrote it and I wept when I sang it in the studio for the record I don't really know why just it moves me deeply and I hope it ministers to you There is hope for a hopeless man There is grace like the ocean sand There is mercy drawing near In the arms of love There is peace to comfort me There is power when I sing there is joy that overwhelms in the arms of love. Oh, my Savior, you have rescued me from danger, toils and snares.
Last song of the night, last song on the CD, and I'll send you out with this. And that may God go with you, and may He go before you, and stand behind you, and protect you, and watch over you, and keep you in His mercy and in the shadow of His wings. I'll set my anchor down deep into the sea where the storms surround. I am held in thee, 
The tempest you will tame The chaos you will calm I'll set my anchor down In God my song I'll set my anchor down Surely it will stay through every fear and doubt Oh, that tempts me to dismay And when the full force gale Bends my heart to break I'll set my anchor down In God my strength So when help seems far away And trouble takes its toll The night will turn to day And you will still my soul I'll set my anchor down Beneath the And I will not be moved Even through the hurricane When hope seems all but lost This I know is true I'll set my anchor down set my anchor down for when help seems far away and trouble takes its toll the night will turn to day you will still my soul when help seems far away trouble takes its toll the night will turn to day and you will still my soul you will still my
Thank you so much. Thank you. Wasn't that awesome? Um, why don't everybody just stand up with, with, with me as we pray for Jeremiah. God, just uh, thank you for this man. I, uh, for one, was so blessed by his music and his heart tonight. Um, led me to worship you. Um, God, I pray that you would be with him in safety as he goes, uh, that you would provide for him financially, that you would be with his family um, at home, missing their dad and him missing them. And uh, God, I pray for the people that he will be with um, coming up in Omaha, just that you would prepare their hearts uh, to worship you. God, we're so blessed by him being here. Um, and I pray that you would bless him, uh, redeem his time. Uh, we love you and we thank you for tonight. Um, and we want to worship you. So I pray that as I was blessed, um, other people here were blessed uh, to go and just live in, in your freedom. Uh, we love you, God, and we thank you in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. Hey, uh, there is there's plenty of dessert to eat together, so stay and eat dessert. Jeremiah will be in the back there. Buy his CD. There's a box if you want to uh, provide for him financially. You can give him money there, but stay around and hang out with us.